Thank you for joining us on Sheridan County Ag Update. Today we have with us Dr. Sarah Schreiber of Moxie Schreiber Vet Clinic with us. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Liz. I'm looking forward to this. You bet. So let's talk about something that nobody really wants to talk about, but we have got some rabies in our county. Yes, Sheridan County's already had a couple of cases of rabies and skunks this year, and we are sending lots of skunks to the lab right now that are out during the day. So we are seeing a problem up here. Well, and it's not just your your household um, pets that it's affecting. It's also affecting horses, um, which is probably what you guys recommend vaccinating for, your your horses, your pets, probably even some cattle at times. So let's just kind of get into Let's just get into the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. That's a great way to start, Liz, because all of my rabies exposures, and I've had four, have been large animals, horses and cattle. The ones that really bother me the most are two of them have been bum calves. And in that case, one, the children were feeding the calves. So I've always been concerned about how many calves die out there that ranchers treat and actually handle the animal and then mm-hmm. it dies, but they don't bring it in because nobody thinks of rabies. Both bucket calves that we worked on, we did mm-hmm. not think they were rabid, but we sent the heads in just to be safe. They did have odd signs, but often in those baby calves, we see neurologic signs. Both were positive and we had to have treatments done on the clients. And in some cases, the children. My oldest son has been treated for rabies because he was playing in the clinic while we were treating one of those cows. Cowboy State Bank, helping farmers, ranchers, and the ag community succeed for over 100 years. I was when he was little. So the large animals are definitely a concern, and I don't think we think of that as much. (laughs) One of the reasons we don't is because we vaccinate our small animals, and we don't see it in our small animals as much anymore because people are really good about vaccinating their small animals. The large animals... No. So we're really trying to get people to vaccinate their horses. And I really want ranchers to be aware of odd symptoms in their cattle. Mm -hmm. And if the animal suddenly dies, we'd really like to have that animal or at least its head to send in. Well, I remember it's been, I was in college, so that was just a few years ago. Um, (laughs) We actually had some pasture cattle in on lease and... Young lady was out riding her horse one day. Dad would let her go ride. And she came back and told him this bull was acting funny and took her horse. And we went and, and found him. And he was very, um, very weird acting. <clears throat> we got him loaded in the horse trailer, brought him to the house. Um, and dad was headed in to call the vet. And he just died in the horse trailer. Um. At the time, I don't even remember who, but they did take the bull, sent him in. It was rabies. Um, uh, thankfully, we were not ever in the as cl- we didn't really ever touch him or handle him. But I do remember we had to do a lot of of cleaning of the trailer, and we had to do a lot of uh, it. It was just it was crazy. I had never seen that before. It was so weird. Yeah, and often that's the frustrating part about rabies, is. It's really hard to diagnose. One of the main things I tell people, it's more of a change in mentation than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, animals can suddenly become aggressive, or aggressive animals can suddenly be very manageable and just act drunk or strange. Um, and small animals, the same deal. Anytime you start to see a change in mentation, please let us know. Mm-hmm. 
One of the cattle that we diagnosed was a cow that I was treating for milk fever because I thought she was a hypocalcemic cow and was standing there talking to the client on day two and the cow had not improved. We were obviously thinking something else was going on. And he Mm -hmm. mentioned he had killed a bunch of skunks in that area. Bingo. That cow Mm -hmm. had rabies. I'm glad he mentioned that because that really scared me because that's Mm -hmm. one of the times I probably would not have tested that animal. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this year, as as we talked, this year's kind of been weird with a lot of different kind of things that we don't see Mm -hmm. in our livestock. Um, And I don't know if it was just because it was such a long winter, but... But if you if you see anything strange, just call you guys, right? Like don't don't just assume. Yes, please call us. Um, one thing that I think may be happening is because of the long winter, I think our skunks and our raccoons and those animals were actually very concentrated, mm-hmm. and so I think we're seeing kind of all these skunks coming out of hibernation. They're a host for rabies. Mm-hmm. They've been together. They've spread it amongst each other, and now they're coming out rabid. One other thing that um, Dr. Emily Curran, our state epidemiologist, wonderful lady to talk to, if you contact us and have a concern, we can definitely put you in touch with her. Um, one of the concerns she also mentioned was the bats again. Are, and we forget about bats. Mm-hmm. One of the problems with bats is they may bite you in your sleep and you would not know it. So if you find a bat in your house, please try and get it to us. Um, if you have to call animal control or somebody in to help you get this bat, we do need to. Um, they can bite you in your sleep, and you'd never know that you had been bitten by that bat. So, and bats do, they spread rabies just like skunks. They're a big, big reservoir for rabies. Well, that makes me want to go to sleep at I night. Know. <laughs> I know. Control those bats. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember as a kid, my dad, so I would stay out of the barn playing it so much. He would tell me that the bat was going to land in my hair and get tangled up. I still have a fear of bats today. Thank you, Father. Yes, and I agree. They kind of creep me out too. So, and they're they're good or bats that don't have rabies are actually really good. But unfortunately, if you have a bat in your house, we really need to try to get it in. Um, another thing I want to mention is our Wyoming's really lucky because our state really wants to help us with the rabies problem. Our vet lab doesn't charge for the rabies testing. If you have a wild animal that you have caught or on your place. Our Animal Damage Management Board, they are amazing. They will come to the clinic. They will pick up the animals from us. They will come to your house if they can, and they will get the animals. They can trap the animals. They are really, really pushing to get find rabies to help us diagnose rabies in these areas. And that's probably why Sheridan, our guys are awesome up here, are, mm-hmm. we're seeing the positive skunks already. Um, um, Paul Herman was in yesterday. He picked up three skunks. One Saturday and then two yesterday. He's easy to talk to. Alan Plummer's wonderful to talk to. If you have any questions, we can put you in. We can definitely put you in contact with these people. We can help. If you have yourself feel like you've been exposed to rabies, please contact your public health person. They Mm -hmm. will help you find the right people to treat if necessary. Mm -hmm. Anytime we've had an exposure, um, our epidemiologists in the state have taken and talked to people on a case-by-case basis and decided what treatments are necessary. So you feel like you feel like they care. Mm-hmm. Well, I know um, I, I know my dad had worked with Alan Plummer in the past uh, to trap different animals on our place. Um, and, and they're very good. They're we didn't even know that they were there, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they're in and out. Uh this isn't really just a 
Quality Kubota machinery and customer care from the heart. Proudly serving Sheridan and the surrounding areas since 1996. Go online to heartlandkubota.com or stop by Heartland Kubota 2450 Heartland Drive. Out in the county problem. Like, no. we no. have these in town. So be on the lookout, folks, in your backyard for a skunk or a coon that should not be out during the day. Like, you really shouldn't see these animals during no, the day. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't see them all during the day. And if they're at all acting aggressive in the evening, that's an animal that I do think we need to have trapped or caught. Mm-hmm. If you kill a skunk or a raccoon, please don't shoot them in the head. We have to have that head for the rabies testing. And a lot of people want to head shoot them. And I hate to bring this up, you know, publicly, but it's very important. I, mm-hmm. If you destroy the brain of that animal, we're not able to test or fully, fully call it a negative specimen. Mm-hmm. So um, you had mentioned how how wonderful our our state lab is. Um, can people send that in by themselves, or does it have to come through a vet's office? If you send it in yourself you're going to pay for shipping i would definitely go through a vet's office because we can go through the appropriate hoops to get it done or through the state trapper or Mm -hmm. the fishing game too is definitely on board on this with helping um any anytime you have a question feel free to reach out to the vet clinics um we're very happy to put you in touch with the right people we use our clinic as a drop-off for animals we tell people drop them off in the evening or keep them cool Another thing on that, if you are bringing an animal into a vet or the trapper, please handle it with gloves. The saliva of the animal, if it a rabid animal saliva gets on a wound on your hand, you are considered exposed. Another thing that I think is really important we need to think about, if you feel exposed before clinical signs, rabies is almost 100% treatable. After clinical signs, it's almost 100% not treatable and a, 100% mortality rate. I know they have saved a few people that have had rabies, but mentally I don't know if they've ever fully recovered. It is a very, very bad disease. It is almost 100% mortality. So is there any other signs besides them just acting strange? Like as a kid, I can always remember my dad saying, if you see them foaming at the mouth and they're they're very, they're drooling really bad and, and obviously the aggressiveness, is there any other signs physical signs so you don't get close that you can tell one sign that i look i think of that people don't realize is a depressed animal extremely depressed um not responding to you being around it if you find come upon wildlife that isn't really getting up or moving or even aware that you're there i would be highly suspicious of rabies in that animal um the drooling too is a big thing Mm -hmm. you don't we kind of joke about it but yes they Mm -hmm. will drool more when they have rabies my first exposure was a horse that I treated for colic for about eight hours, and his signs just kept getting more and more neurologic. Mm-hmm. He had rabies. So it's really anything that all of a sudden you see a change in that animal's mentation, mm-hmm. that is when I start to go, hmm, we're moving into a more brain-type issue. That would be the biggest thing I look for. And, and bats, just having bats around in mm-hmm. your house. Well, we have lots in the barn, but yeah. I stay away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I would too. So, you know, you mentioned that, that the small animals are, are very, people are very good about vaccinating their small animals, their pets. Um, let's, can we talk a little bit about the vaccination in our large animals, especially as we're coming into 
uh, 4-H and FFA show season and those sorts of things? Because those kids handle those animals every day. So That's a great question, Liz, and that's one of those I'm trying to wrestle with, too, in my mind. We always have our county fair animals. We have a lot of hands on them. We have mm -hmm. a lot of kids handling them. I feel I have... In a perfect world, I'd love to have all those animals vaccinated. Mm. Trying to get that done can be really, really hard. One thing that I do feel a little bit better about with the animals at the county fair is that we know those animals well, and mm -hmm. any change in signs would be highly suspicious. Unfortunately, if that happened at the county fair, we would have a lot of problems because we'd have a lot of people exposed to those animals. Typically, they're not our animal type of animals that get it. Mm -hmm. I guess... I'd love to see those animals vaccinated at the same time. I think that's something that we're going to have to work for down the road in mm -hmm. the future. Those animals are slaughtered right after fair. They're not animals that, if they have been exposed, they have short lifespans mm -hmm. usually. So they may have been exposed to rabies, but they're not showing clinical signs and therefore not shedding the disease. Okay. Um, we have a few horses that, I mean, we... Or down to three. So obviously vaccinating your horses is, are very important. If you haven't done that, talk to your vet. Call Moxie Schreiber. Talk to Dr. Sarah. Or Dr. Or Tatman, Dr. <laughs> Tipton, yeah. or Candace, Dr. Yes, <laughs> there's, there's very, there's, we have a very good vet system yes, here. And the great thing about it is you guys all work together. Yes. I mean, yep. that's the awesome thing about it. One, you guys talk and you work together for everybody in the county. Um, what about these people who have herds of cattle? How, what do, is there a vaccination program you want for that? Or, I mean, it's probably pretty it's, expensive. It's not realistic to vaccinate a herd of cattle for rabies. It's so rare. The reason we vaccinate animals for rabies, in my opinion, is to protect humans from rabies more mm -hmm. than anything. So what I tell my ranchers is, don't vaccinate your animals for rabies. But if you see something weird, please call us. We can come get that head. We can bring it in. We can send mm -hmm. it in. And then we can deal with it if it is positive. But I think where the biggest mistake happens in ranching and rabies is people aren't thinking, well, that calf died odd. I'm going to just stick him over in a draw and never think twice about it. Mm -hmm. That could have been a rabid animal. And if you were tubing him or bottle feeding him, you could have been exposed. And that scares me, knowing that that's out there. Mm -hmm. So the awareness to me is more important than anything on the larger okay. animals. Horses, they're in contact with people a lot. They're a pet. We handle mm -hmm. them. Absolutely vaccinate your horses for rabies. Okay. So I, what else would you like to try to educate um, our listeners about as far as the, the rabies go? And I know that you said you've spent a lot of time with the state um, – Epidemia. Thank you, because I was I, not going to say that right. <laughs> I haven't spent a lot of time with her. I actually reached out to her yesterday when I knew I was doing this podcast. Okay. But there was the previous state epidemiologist, Dr. Musgrave, I got to know him fairly well because of all my exposures. <laughs> I actually had him on my cell phone. Every time I was exposed, I'd call him. He treated me as a case-by-case -case basis, and then he took every client or every tech that was exposed and treated them. Okay. And it, I met Emily yesterday over the phone or this mm -hmm. morning, and... She sounds wonderful. She's very knowledgeable. And I feel like she's the person I'm going to reach out to if I fear an exposure with anyone. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I want to mention, and I had this statistics out from this paper that I read a few weeks ago, is that among dogs in the United States, 
1947, we had 6,945 confirmed cases of rabies. In 2013, we were down to 247. So vaccination has been huge in shutting rabies down in our small animals. And if we can add that onto our horses or animals that we're handling a lot that we really like, I mm -hmm. really think this could help help shut rabies down. And having reaching out to the guys to come get those skunks. Mm -hmm. let's, let's get them out of here. Let's kill them. Let's know where, they're, where those vectors and hosts are and try and shut it down. Making plans for building a new barn, shop, or commercial building? Don't do any planning without a call to Sheridan's premier post-frame building and homes builder, True Built Builders, online at truebuiltbuilders.com. Well, is there any other... Obviously, we talk about the, the <clears throat> coons, skunks, and bats are probably the most prevalent carriers around here, but is there any other... Is there any, like, pests that carry it, like prairie dogs or things like that? Prairie dogs can... Um, it is rabies is only in mammals. Okay. So I mean, try and keep that in your mind. Birds aren't transmitting rabies. Mm -hmm. Prairie dogs. If you're handling a prairie dog and it bites you, you ha I would absolutely test it for rabies. They also carry the plague. I mean, there's a lot of other scary things that with any wildlife that each mm -hmm. have their own thing. So mm -hmm. anytime you're handling wildlife, you should know what you're doing. You should be a professional to be mm -hmm. handling wildlife. Um, but rabies is definitely the scary one out there that we need to. We need to be aware of if you're bit, if you're exposed to their saliva, if you're exposed to any of their tissues, then you definitely need to call your, your health care provider and get the help. Well, sir, is there anything else you want to visit about this morning with the, with the rabies and the trapping? and The shelter does a rabies clinic once a month. I wanted okay. to mention that. And you can you still, it's a discounted price. They do it once a month through the summer months. So okay. I think it, I had it written down here. Sorry, guys. It's, I think it's May through September. Okay. That sounds right. That so, they do yeah. That. So don't be afraid to call the dog and cat shelter on and find out those dates and get in there and get your small animals vaccinated. Mm. I mean, that's already proven to be a huge help. Oh, for sure. Get your horses vaccinated. I'm not vaccinating horses right now for it because I'm hitting them with these other vaccines because we're going into our mosquito season and our mm -hmm. rodeo season. And, mm -hmm. um, I'm telling people if you vaccinate for your regular diseases in your horses right now, wait mm -hmm. a month to six weeks and then get the rabies done. Okay. Or I love to give rabies in the winter. I feel like rabies is around all year round. Mm -hmm. Pick the fall, pick the winter, find a time separate from all those other vaccines and, vaccines and get your large animals done too that you're handling well good and and yes it is time to get your horses vaccinated yeah just <laughs> just get with your there vet you because it is that time of year as we go into traveling and that's a whole that would be oh, a whole nother that's a whole nother discussion it there. is it is <laughs> i think rabies is important right now because we're seeing so many positive animals and that's because the skunks are coming out well exactly now that the the ground has thawed the snow's gone um, we've got some green grass coming. Now they're coming out. So, yeah. in, in fact, the other day when I was driving home at lunch, um, I happened to see a coon out at like 1230 in the yeah. afternoon. And I called the neighbor whose place I saw it on said, hey, you might want to run out there and dispose of this animal. Yeah. and Dispose of it. Mm -hmm. And don't just dispose of it. If you kill it, call the state trapper or call the vet clinics. Mm -hmm. If you don't kill it, they can come help you catch it or kill mm -hmm. it. Um, so if you see that, please call us. Call Moxie Schreiber Vet. Call the uh, either of the state trappers. Call the Animal Damage Management Board. 
Uh, we have flyers in the clinic for these people, so come pick them up. I'd love to give everybody's name and number, but and they have <laughs> cards they hand out. So they're there for us, and they're rocking it. I mean, I'm so impressed they're helping us do this. Well, and when we post this podcast, I'll be sure and we'll have Stephen post um, this yeah. information so Perfect. that they know who to call contact, and we'll have that on there as well. So Awesome. All right. Well, be on the lookout for for any kind of rabid animal. And if you have questions, don't hesitate to call. Thank you. Thanks, Liz. Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks, Sarah, for being on here. And be sure to check out sharedmedia.com for more podcasts, news, and sports.